Section 1 of the National Geographic Magazine, Volume 9, July 1898. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Larry Wilson. American Geographic Education by W. J. McGee, Vice President of the National Geographic Society. The capital of the nation gives greetings to the National Education Association. The American Republic, more than any other nation, owes character to knowledge diffused among its people. And in no other nation is the diffusion of knowledge so broad and general. This diffusion of knowledge involves education and the development and maintenance of educational institutions. In accordance with the plan of government by the people, of the people, and for the people, our educational facilities are brought within reach of every citizen, our educational methods updated to the needs of the masses. Some governments strive to build intellectual structures from the top downward, only to find their lower bricks on a foundation of sand. Our system is founded on the rock of popular education, and the upper portions on the structure are left free. Therein lies a fundamental distinction the diametrically opposed nature of monarchic policy and republican policy in educational matters. Under the republican system, the twig is bent, the youthful mind is started to write. Thenceforth it grows and strengthens spontaneously, and in good time gives strength to the republic. Other nations cramp thought and enslave minds by procrustean systems based on the knowledge of previous generations while our nation plants the seeds of knowledge to be supported by its fruits, and so rises constantly to higher and higher planes with a rapidity unprecedented in history. Our state does not so much shape education as our education shapes the state. Yet the interest of the state in the progress of education is not diminished but only increased by this national policy. And so the national capital welcomes the educators of the nation more warmly than the wise men of any other nation would be welcomed in their capital. And the welcome is only the warmer still because the organization of educators is voluntary and spontaneous. The national capital is not without educational facilities and agencies. As the nation grew, inquiries concerning resources and the conditions of material development became necessary, and offices of inquiry were created. Several of these offices have grown into bureaus and departments, constantly at work not only in increasing, but also in diffusing knowledge. That is, they have become educational institutions of the highest order. As the offices grew, experts and makers of knowledge were assembled until the national capital became a center of practical learning. In time, the experts voluntarily met for mutual benefit and grouped themselves in unofficial organizations, which now stand in the front rank of learned societies of the world. The official bureaus and unofficial societies are one in purpose, and that the highest within human reach, the increase and diffusion of knowledge for human weal. The unprecedented growth of our national institutions of practical learning has been due to several causes, but especially to two, the freedom and spontaneity of knowledge under republican conditions, and the vast extent and varied resources of the national domain. 
particularly influential has been our national bigness in the first place geographic ideas are daily developed through that current news which is one of the features of american life in the second place engineers and surveyors have found full scope for their talents and have come to lead the world in railway laying bridge building and the invention of innumerable attendant devices then the resources of our rocks have stimulated geologists and the science has advanced with such giant strides that today the geology of the world is shaped in america at the same time our broad territory is so conditioned with respect to continental features and sources of aqueous vapor that our meteorologists have been inspired to lead the world in weather science so too our ethnologists and anthropologists have profited by the unequaled opportunities found in the assemblage of people and in the range of culture grades from savagery to enlightenment which it is theirs alone to survey and have reconstructed the science of man on a higher plane than is known abroad thus america has outstripped the rest of the world in scientific development especially during the last quarter century and while the progress has gone forward at equal rate in every part of the land its centre is the national capital where the federal offices and several of the scientific societies are located and the assembling of our educators in our capital city is a fitting conjunction which must benefit both the largest learned body domiciled in the capital city is the national geographic society although the major portion of its members are residents of the district of columbia it has a membership distributed over all the states and territories especially in the leading educational institutions the express function of the society is the increase and diffusion of geographic knowledge these ends are attained by means of public meetings for the presentation of discussion and communications by the publication of a magazine and in other appropriate ways it is in the best sense of the term an educational institution and the success of its work is attested by its unprecedentedly rapid growth in membership and influence the national geographic society is among the institutions of the national capital striving to render the meeting of the national education association agreeable and profitable it has secured the cooperation of the scientific bureaus in the preparation of an exhibit illustrating the work of the federal government in knowledge making and indicating the educational facilities of the capital this exhibit is installed in the central high school building and will be in immediate charge of custodians able to explain the maps apparatus and other objects exhibited and to describe the work of the bureaus it has arranged a field meeting in the interest of the association at which the methods and purposes of the society will be illustrated by addresses on phases of geography by the leading living specialists it has devoted a special number of the national geographic magazine to the association and provided for its sale to members at a fraction of the customary price finally it was one of the institutions of the national capital to cordially invite the educators of the country to washington its officers and members are serving on local committees and contributing in other ways to the convention and it stands second to no institution in welcoming the educators of america to the fair city by the potomac which has become the world's center of enlightenment end of section one